Welcome back to Glass Onion Minute. This is the Movie by Minute podcast. We break down the 2022 sequel to Knives Out, Glass Onion. We do it one minute of screen time per episode. I am your host for this week. My name is Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm the host of the Locked On MLB podcast, which is a baseball podcast. I've also been the host of the Sully Baseball podcast. And... The Bull Durham Minute Podcast. I've been a frequent guest on Movie by Minute Podcast up and down the aisle. And I had previously done, um, oh gosh, maybe 15, 20 episodes of Knives Out Minute. And here I am doing Glass Onion. Uh, today we are covering Minute 87. And Minute 87 begins with Helen going through, reminding herself to be a snoop. And to get herself ready to try to find anything on the island. Okay, here we go. Hey. Hi. Andy. Yes, I'm Whiskey. We didn't really meet. Are you looking for the pool? I am. Do you want to walk? Sure. And ends with Whiskey being compassionate to Helen, thinking she's talking to Andy, and telling her that it was really crappy how the other people treated her. Now, I'm not sure. She didn't say the word crappy, um, but I cleaned it up because I don't think we're supposed to have a uh, MA rating on this particular podcast. Hey, um, I, I said at the end of minute 86, when I talked about that the other day, um, I said that the scene when she was walking, you know, when she was in her bedroom and say, you know, repeating over and over again, snooping, snooping, snooping. Um, I said that there probably would be an editor or a thousand who would have cut out that scene being just start right from being on the beach with Benoit Blanc in the previous minute and say going on Snoop and then cut to her walking along the pool with that great hat and that fabulous dress and then looking around and walking through the bushes before she bumps into whiskey. Um, that would have been a fine cut. You, know, you got to go snooping. Okay, now you see her snooping. But so much is added, I think, to the not to the tension or the story building, but to the character development by keeping that simple scene in. You see this reminder, she does not belong there. She isn't who people think she is. And having that quick little, we all know it, but we all know it intellectually that she's not who that person is. But we're going to see a very interesting moment happen here in mid-87 that shows why that scene was critical. She says she's, you know, she's trying not to hyperventilate, you know, reminding her to snoop, snoop, snoop. She walks out. She looks fabulous. She's in a tremendous dress. Her hair looks fantastic. She has this hat that she's carrying. She walks alongside the pool and then walks quickly through the, there's like a little archway of the bushes where she's like almost entering into the mysterious garden of the glass onion, sort of moving away from 
the path where you're expected to be. And now she's wandering in a different path. And the music kind of is mysterious and borderline Harry Potter as she walks through and she's looking around and suddenly she's spotted by someone. And you see there's a slight moment of her being startled when someone calls out her name. And it turns out to be Whiskey. And Whiskey is walking up and she's in her bikini and holding the weird bottle. And at second 18 in the minute, you see Helen throw her shoulder back and position herself as her sister. I had mentioned that in the previous minute, the scene when Benoit Blanc is tying his shoe reminded me of a scene in Quiz Show where Ray finds his character, uh, Charles Van Doren, ties his shoe or pretends to tie his shoe so he can time the leaving of his car to be amongst a bunch of uh, screaming fans. I'll tell you what this shot reminds me of. This shot reminds me of Superman. The Christopher Reeve, Richard Donner, 1978 Superman. There is a moment in Superman, and trust me, this this analogy is going to make sense. There's a moment in Superman when we've just had uh, Superman flying Lois Lane all over Metropolis, the Can You Read My Mind sequence, and he flies off, and then he returns to Lois's apartment as Clark Kent, and you see that he's all nervous and his voice is, is a little bit of uh, higher pitched and everything. And Lois goes to the other room. And in one shot, you see Clark take his glasses off. And he's there without his glasses. And then he positions himself. He doesn't do anything to himself physically. He just positions himself. He throws his shoulders back. His voice goes a little bit deeper. And he transforms from Clark Kent to Superman beyond just removing his glasses. And it's why that film works in so many ways. You had an intelligent actor like Christopher Reeve who could pull off that transformation and have it make sense. Here, Janelle Monet is uh, playing two different characters in the film. And you see that until that moment, her she's a little, she looks very reserved. She's Her shoulders are hunched forward. She's clearly nervous. Her expression is very nervous. And then she sees Whiskey. And at that moment, her shoulder goes back a little bit. Her head goes up. And she, she, you know, when when she's called out by her name, Andy, she says, yes, boom, she's in character. Boom, she, it, she now is walking in the path of her sister. And it's to her benefit in many ways for this charade. Do you want this? I'm not into it. It smells like that guy, Daryl. That's a beautiful necklace. You're Taurus? Yeah, um, Miles got it for me. He um, surprised me for my birthday. He filled his entire penthouse apartment with roses. It was very cute. He's a really good guy. He's complicated. But I think it's really shitty what they all did to you and how they all treated you. I read your court. That the first person that she bumps into is Whiskey because that's almost like training wheels. Because while Helen is an outsider, in so many ways, so is Whiskey. You know, Whiskey and, and poor Peg are the assistants and are kind of on the outside looking in. Duke, Bertie, 
Lionel, Claire, and of course Miles are all part of the you know the the group, the influential group that they have, and they all have fancy titles and all have done big great things as scientists, governors, supermodels, and all this stuff. And now she has to play that part, but first she has to before convincing them. She just has to convince Whiskey, who, like her, is an outsider. And I think for her, it's kind of a uh, a nice little entryway into doing it. And in so many ways, Whiskey probably would be the only one to treat her with any amount of respect or dignity. Now, of course, she comes walking up. She's holding the bottle. And she acts welcoming to her. You know, clearly the... Uh, the charade is working for her, but she's probably happy to see someone who might be an outsider as well. They walk along, and of course, she kind of spills the beans. As I mentioned in the previous episode, one of the reasons why these films work is beyond just being a mystery, they're also a beauty travelogue. It's a little bit of a Robin Leach lifetimes of, of not like uh, lifestyles of the rich and famous. Boy, I'm dating myself with that reference. And we're walking along the gardens. We're walking along the, the 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 lush plant life, going down the pathways. All these things that make the uh, uh, the you know make Miles's home a this exotic locale. And I'll tell you one of the things that's amazing is the way it's shot. Like when Whiskey's walking up the steps, she's not walking up against a wall. You see. There's a the the vista beyond where she's walking is this great wide vista of the cliffs and the beach. It doesn't sort of they don't play on it being a beauty shot, but it's also it it has great sense of depth. You know, they're walking around the grounds, kind of like Charles Foster Kane's Xanadu, and you know, walking down the steps, and she's in her own ways spilling the beans that uh, she and Miles are romantically entwined, which, you know, when she's saying all these positive things about Miles, she thinks she's saying it to Andy. And so when she's saying like, you know, he's such a great guy. And then she catches up saying he's complicated, which of course is a reference to the fact that she knows that Andy got, at least nominally screwed over. And she knows that Andy is, you know, she doesn't know Andy is Helen at this point. She knows that there is, that they are uh, not treating her with, you know, with respect and that there's a, a sense of disconnect. I love that then when they, you know, a, a scene like this could very lazily have been done sitting by the side of the pool or just walking down a hallway but they walk along several different places. They walk along that vista where you see the sea. They walk along sort of this sort of hedge pathway. At the end, they're walking alongside this area where there's just all these beautiful pillars. It keep remember this is, we're we're setting up and we're showing the the different layers and the different locales that this place is so massive so massive and so ornate and so ostentatious that a common just sort of conversation between two people can have all these different locales and not seem out of the blue that it sort of allows the scene 
to unfold in a way that the massiveness of the the island palace can be expressed and with that the presence of miles can be felt in this uh in this scene without him being there obviously she's mentioning him obviously she's mentioning how romantic he gets and filling up with roses and and all this other stuff but you know that's talking about someone as if they're a sweet romantic humble person but they're doing this while walking around his palace so obviously her attraction to miles is not solely based upon the fact that he has these romantic gestures and can be sweet and and loving and intimate and all that other crap that in so many ways it's all based upon he's filthy rich and that to me is part of the you know all these almost all the characters of the film are massive hypocrites and you were seeing a little bit of that in this particular scene you know whiskey is of the characters who are there one of the most at least one of the most relatable people certainly one of the ones who treats you know helen slash andy with a certain amount of respect or dignity you know but she's with you know, uh, you know, she's with Dave Batista's character. She's with Duke. And it's very clear that she and Duke don't have a loving relationship. You know, Duke is kind of a dumbbell. And she's stooping, um, he, you know, she's stooping Edward Norton the whole time, Miles Braun. Um, so she's, you know, she is someone who is clearly a gold digger in so many ways. But also... You know, but, you know, she at least has enough humanity in her that she wants to make a connection with someone who she feels like her as an outsider. And of course, you know, this is an element of the snooping. You know, the snooping comes right to Helen. You know, she doesn't have to go far to get the snooping there. So, you know, as it moves on, we're seeing that uh, we're seeing that whiskey. And by the way, uh, shout out to uh, Madeline Klein. Madeline Klein, I think, is terrific. I think the acting is universally uh, solid in this film. Uh, but I think Madeline Klein is is uh, is terrific in this, and uh, I think that uh, um, you know she does the job well of someone who is in real life. She's a model, and she's clearly her character has been hired to be uh, the the assistant to uh, Duke Cody's twitch and be his girlfriend um you know obviously there because she's a gorgeous model so she does the job she does a, she does a really good job with the scene and this is a a lot of this very gentleman does a really good job acting in the scene by allowing uh allowing madeline klein to do the heavy lifting you know the way you listen is as much of acting as anything else and we're definitely seeing Gentlemen, they do a really great job of that. So uh, the snooping is going to continue. And that's that's pretty much what we got here in uh, minute 87. Uh, great use of art direction, great use of cinematography, great use of costume design. And, um, you know, great use of the, the dialogue of the characters. And great use of shoulder work. 
to show confidence and faking it till you make it, which is exactly what Helen had to do in this scene. So um, look at that's uh, well, that's what we got here for this minute. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Glass Onion Min, all one word. Um, is it called Twitter now? Is it called X? I don't know. Neither do you. I know it's called Instagram. Benoit Blanc Minute, all one word. Threads. You like threads? Benoit Blanc Minute is on threads. And uh, please, please uh, listen, rate, review, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. If you like the show, leave us a positive review. And uh, that's what we got for minute 87. But minute 88, the snooping continues. I'm your host. This has been Glass Onion Minute 87 for the Knives Out Minute podcast. I'm your host for this week. My name is Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sullivan.